Hi there, I'm Allison Hazelden, former child actor turned marketing consultant who eventually found her way back to acting. Now I'm pursuing my acting career while also teaching other creatives how to market themselves too. Here we talk about the mental, emotional, social, and business aspects of the entertainment industry that they didn't teach you in school. Think of me as your personal cheerleader, lovingly honest business coach, and yogi friend all mixed into one. I'm inviting you to join my circle of friends, both new and old, as we navigate the industry together. This is the It's a Slate of Mind podcast. Welcome back to another episode of It's a Slate of Mind. I'm your host, Allison Hazelden, and I am so excited that you're joining me today for this episode. This is going to be fun, guys, because the next three episodes of the podcast are all going to be about social media. We are doing a little mini series here because it is something that I think is important for actors to learn about. And it is something that, you know, I feel like has been, I've been getting a lot of questions about lately. So I thought, why not? Let's do, let's just do an entire little series on social media. So today I wanted to start out by giving you a list of things that I see actors making Uh, a a list of mistakes that I see actors making constantly. And so I want to kind of give you guys a heads up about it, give you some warnings um, and and why these things are things that you should avoid doing um, and maybe a few ideas of what you could do instead. Um, And then the next two weeks are going to build on that. So I'm super excited. Um, And the fun part is that, you know, across all of my platforms for the entire month of July, we are going to be on the social media train. So if you're checking out my personal Instagram or the Beyond Acting Instagram, or if you're on our newsletter for Beyond Acting, everything's going to be a ton of social media tips for you. So get excited and make sure you have a notebook out and ready because you're going to want to take notes on all of this good stuff. Ready? Let's dive in. Hey, If you're ready to go all in and commit to using social media as a tool for your acting career, I'd love to see you in my new program, The Social Media Script. This online course has three parts, training, templates, and trends. I'm going to teach you social media strategy in the training section, then provide you with over 100 done-for-you templates, prompts, and ideas for what to post on social media. And I'll even give you a biannual social media trends update every year to make social media a breeze for your career. Head to alisonhazelden.com slash social media script to join. That's alisonhazelden.com slash social media script. Can't wait to see you there. Okay, so the first big actor trap that I see on social media is consuming more than you're creating. And what that means is that you are being a user, a passive user of social media more than you're being an active player, right? So that means that you're on social media a lot. Maybe you're scrolling through, maybe you're enjoying content from other people, but you're not really engaging and you're definitely not creating your own posts as much as you are mindlessly scrolling. And the reason that this is a problem is because as artists, we are very busy. We have a lot of things that are to-do lists. We have a lot of things going on, right? 
So if we are just mindlessly scrolling through and consuming a bunch of content, uh, that's wasting some time that we could really be spending elsewhere, whether that is creating our own content for social media or doing the many, many other things that could actually help benefit our career and our lives, right? And and I mean, this really applies to to all people in the world. Like there's a ton of people who waste their time on social media. But as actors, social media literally can be a massively powerful tool for your career. So if you are actually giving time to social media and it's not being used strategically as a tool, you are wasting your time and energy. And that's not to say that I myself do not enjoy the occasional little scroll through on TikTok to watch adorable puppy videos. I do. But I have a few guidelines that I set for myself that helps me to kind of keep a check on it to where, okay, I'm having a bit of fun, but I'm not getting lost in the sauce, you know, Um, so that I can make sure that I stay not only on top of the things I actually need to do, but also, you know, keep some healthy boundaries around social media. Um, So here are a few of the things that I do, and I'm sure that there's even more ideas out there, but I want you to um, to start implementing some boundaries if this is something that you struggle with, right? So number one, you can set a timer for yourself for that fun time, and you can choose whatever amount of time you think makes sense for you, whether that's five minutes a day, 15 minutes a day, an hour a day. You need to set a time limit that you're allowed to to just kind of goof around on social media and hold yourself accountable. You can also try to set more specific goals for your scroll, right? So instead of just mindlessly scrolling and just zoning out, what if you spent that time that you're just kind of, you know, poking around to beat the boredom? What if what if you use that time as research and inspiration and coming up with ideas for your own social media posts, right? Like I'm sure that you've seen some really funny um, reels or TikToks that had an audio that you might be able to use for your own brand, right? So make sure that you're saving those audio clips when you see them or making a note of a really funny idea that sparks your own funny idea, right? Um, set goals for your scroll. And last but not least, I really want you to shift your focus, shift your mindset all together around social media, right? If you are an actor who is seriously looking into marketing yourself and and using marketing as a tool for your career, then social media is the number one thing that I find that actors have to completely pivot their approach on. And I had to do this myself several, several years ago, right? So instead of thinking of, okay, this is like just a way to beat the boredom in my day, or this is a way to stay connected with my loved ones, I want you to start thinking of it as a literal marketing tool and ask yourself, what can I give to my audience today? How can I connect with someone today, right? Those are the main reasons that you should be on social media is to connect with your audience, to grow your audience, and to serve your audience. Um, I truly believe that while other people might use it as a way to stay connected to friends and family, I think for the most part, If you're an actor, you should be using it as a tool because there are many other, much more personal ways to stay in contact with your loved ones, like a text or a phone call or seeing them in person, right? 
Um, so if you're struggling with that, it's probably because you're still in a um, consumer and passive user mindset with social media. So that might take a little bit of work, a little bit of active um, shifting of your thoughts around it, but I promise you it's going to make everything else for you way easier. Next up, the next trap that I see actors do all the time, and it literally hurts my heart every single time I see it, and yes, I can tell, is when actors buy followers. And I get it, right? There's, um, you know, for several years now, there's been this rumor that's going around and this understanding that more and more producers and, and companies are actually taking into consideration your social media presence, sometimes when they're casting. And that is true in some cases. However, they want you to, be, to bring to the table a committed and loyal following that will want to watch your projects, right? That's why this idea has, has come about because they're like, oh, great, an automatic fan base, right? It's the same philosophy as why, you know, existing celebrities have an easier time booking jobs, right? Because they have a bunch of, of fans already who are going to go pay money to watch their, their stuff. So that's the same exact idea just with social media. But here's where it could backfire on you guys. And this is why I think it's a huge waste of time and money to try to buy followers. Because it's obvious to anyone who knows the basics of social media that you bought your followers and that those are robots and that they're not real people, right? Because this is this is what's going to happen, right? That little follower count number is going to be high. But because they're all robots and they're not real people with real Instagram accounts who are checking up on you, your engagement rates are going to stay the same, or actually they're going to decrease, right? Because your engagement rate is calculated based on the number of followers divided by the amount of activity on your posts. So the likes and comments and shares and saves and things like that. That's how your engagement rate is calculated. So if you have, you know, 100,000 followers, right? But most of them are robots which means that they're not liking and commenting on your stuff, it's going to look like you have a terrible engagement rate and haven't fostered a true bond or connection or sense of loyalty with your followers. Therefore, it's going to work against you and make people wonder, oh, wow, like clearly she must not really, you know, be committed to her audience here on social media because her engagement rate is really low. So it can seriously backfire when you buy followers. And in case you were curious, um, you know, this can kind of vary depending on each individual brand, each individual person, but kind of the industry standards for, for engagement rates on social media looks a little bit like this. So between a 1% to 3.5% is like an average engagement rate, right? If you're between 3.5% and 6%, that is a really good engagement rate. And that's kind of where I tell people to aim for. And then above 6% is like an incredibly high engagement rate. Like that is amazing. You're doing excellent. You're doing everything right. So that's something to keep in mind, right? And you can literally calculate your scores on that for your own engagement rate quite easily. It just takes a little bit of counting, a little bit of math. Um, 
And something else to consider that a lot of people don't really know about is that once you pass that 10,000 follower rate, there's been a lot of research and studies um, from marketers that show it's actually harder to keep your engagement rate in a safe good level once you cross over that 10K threshold. Um, So you really want to think twice before you do that. I know it seems like, oh, this is like a quick fix. They just want to see that follower count number and then, you know, they can just get back to focusing on my talent, right? And I get that urge. I get that impulse. But I am telling you right now, it could so easily backfire on you and I don't want that for you. So just don't do it. Cool? Cool. All right. Next up, This one is really tricky, and it's not only applicable to social media, it's also applicable to the industry as a whole, and this is one of the reasons why I am so committed to marketing for actors in general. So number three, one of the biggest mistakes I see from actors on social media is that they have it in their brains that, you know, they're waiting for people to discover them, to come to them, instead of being proactive and reaching out to build an audience. Um, I don't know where actors got this in their heads, and I'm sure it's not just actors, it's other people too, but there's this idea that, oh, build it and they will come, sort of a thing, right? Like, oh, I'm, I'm creating amazing content and it's really good, it's really high quality, I'm using my acting chops, so it's awesome, so people are just gonna find me on their own. They'll, they'll hear about me and they'll find me. And not the case. And I wish that were the case. I really, really do. But just like in every other aspect of the entertainment industry, you have to make your own luck. And that means getting out there and networking, getting out there and starting the damn party for yourself, right? Because there's a lot of actors in this world, right? There's a lot of actors that are exactly like you, that are exactly like me, right? And so um, we have to be our own best advocates and kind of get that party started for ourselves. Otherwise, we're just going to be waiting around forever with very little movement, right? And there's always exceptions to this, yes. And that's just the nature of viral videos and viral content is that sometimes you just strike gold and overnight your video blows up, right? But that is the exception and not the rule. So with this, I want you to to think about the golden rule, right? That's do unto others as you would have done unto you, right? So you give, you get what you give, essentially. So if you want to have a bunch of people who are following you on social media, who are committed to your journey, and who really are supporting you and excited to watch your career progress, then you need to go out of your way to do the same for other people, right? So like make sure that you're leaving comments. Like when is the last time that you've left compliments or comments or words of encouragement on someone else's posts? If you're stuck in that scroll and you're not actually engaging with other people, why would you expect that they're going to want to engage with your posts, right? And I'm not saying that you need to spend all your time reaching out to everyone under the sun, but make it a part of your routine, Because all of that good energy, all of those connections that you're initiating are going to be more likely to pay back that love, right? Or they're going to, you know, you're going to start building that relationship, whether that's just another actor online, whether that is a casting director or an agent or someone that you're trying to connect with. You can't just sit around and wait for them to find you. You want to start initiating those positive interactions yourself. 
I promise you it's going to work out a whole lot better and you're going to be so excited about the connections you're going to make. And this one brings us to our next mistake. These are kind of, they go hand in hand, right? So mistake number four, this trap that I see actors fall into is keeping content and connections on social media shallow, right? And don't take this the wrong way. I'm not saying that you're a shallow person. Maybe you are. I don't know. But I see a lot of actors who I know for a fact, I know them personally, they are not shallow people. They are wonderful, complex, thoughtful, loving people. But the way that they're presenting themselves on social media makes it look like they're just kind of shallow, pretty people, right? And I think it's really funny because a lot of people get frustrated with social media on both sides of the coin of this, right? So I hear it all the time. They're like, Ugh, like the only way that I can get 300 likes on my Instagram post is if I post a really hot picture of myself. And then they're complaining that that's what it takes to get the likes, right? And they're wishing that they had some sort of deeper connection. However, they're not going out of their way to try to create that deeper connection, right? They're posting the hot pic, maybe slapping on just like a quick little favorite quote of theirs or a trendy three-word little phrase, right? And calling it a day. And basically resigning themselves to stay trapped in that cycle, even though they don't like it. Or maybe you do like it, right? But you get to the point where you're realizing, okay, like, None of these people actually care about me as a person. They just care about me as a pretty face, right? And I don't want that for you. I don't think you want that for you, right? Especially as a creative, as an actor. Um, so I think it's really important to understand what you're creating for yourself, right? What messages are you sending in the way that you're posting right now? And are those messages truly aligned with who you are and how you want to show up in the world? If they are, great. If not, maybe it's time to like think about some new strategies for yourself, right? Um, and that's totally okay. But I think there's just this, this thought that we have to show up in this curated version of ourself and that's it. And we can't add anything else to it. And I am a firm believer that that is not the case. I've seen um, I've seen it work. I've seen showing up as who you really are work very, very well on social media. It's just a matter of figuring out how to do it properly, right? So you got to be okay with being yourself. You got to own it because that's where the magic is. And I promise you that you're going to be way more likely to cultivate an audience who actually feels like they know you and they care about you and they want to root for you in your career if you do that. So I do want to say this, right? I'm not saying, oh, don't take any cute pictures of yourself and post them online. Not the case at all. I want you to celebrate yourself. I want you to celebrate your favorite outfits and fashion and makeup and, and all of those things if you love them and if that's how you want to show up. Great. But how can you push the boundaries to make it more than that, to show your true personality, right? Think about those poses that you're doing. Think about the creativity behind taking those photos for social media or creating those videos for social media. And especially think about that caption, right? You could take a gorgeous studio shot of yourself, right? And then um, if you just post that on its own, it's going to feel a little bit shallow probably. 
But if you utilize that caption space and tell an engaging story about something funny that happened to you during the week or something that you learned recently that you want to share with your followers, that's going to help us see and understand your personality and who you really are so much more. And then you get the best of both worlds, right? Sure, maybe you'll get a few people who only like the photo because it's a beautiful photo of you, but you're also going to start building that genuine connection with the followers who will be committed to you for the long haul. Make sense? Cool. Last but not least, I want to talk about this one, which is so important, guys. It's so, so, so important. I see these straps all the time, and I totally understand where the urge comes from, but it can seriously damage your reputation as an actor, and that is sending spammy DMs or direct messages. A lot of people, um, it could be for a number of reasons, right? Maybe you are trying to raise money to shoot a short film or a feature or a pilot or whatever. Maybe you created your own project and you want folks to watch it and share it, right? Or maybe you're trying to get people to like your personal artist page or or check out something else that you did, like a podcast or something, right? The list could go on and on. Whatever it is that you have going on that you want people to know about, it's happened a lot of times. I get these all the time from people where they'll just create uh, a set message. They'll type it out on their notes or something, add the link. It's very generic, always desperate sounding. And they'll just copy and paste that and send it to everyone on their friends list, right? And I can't tell you how much I cringe when I see this, right? Even if it's from someone who I love, even if it's from someone who I think is so talented, I cringe. And here's why. It's really obvious to everyone who receives that message what you're doing, right? And it just, it comes across as disrespectful in my opinion, right? If you're asking someone for something, anything, whether that's a view, whether that's a like, whether that is a dollar, I don't care what it is. If you're trying to ask someone to go out of their way to do something for you, you need to treat them with respect, right? I mean, I think, you know, it's very easy to do, to make any of those messages just a little bit more professional, a little bit more respectful, and a little bit more personalized, and it can go a long way, right? And the easiest way to check yourself on this is to take yourself and put yourself in everyone else's shoes and think, How would I want to be approached if the situation were reversed, right? If someone else was messaging me with this request, what would make me want to say yes, but not only just a yes, but a hell yes to where I'm excited to support that person? What would that look like? What would that take? And then I need you to go and do that because I don't want you to accidentally ruin or tarnish your connections that you've worked really hard to build by sending out a cheap, spammy DM, right? You're all better than that. And um, I don't want you to throw away any of the hard work that you've put into building your network. So a few things that you can do to make this a little bit better is to think about how can you personalize this message, right? Use their name. Like instead of just saying, hey guys, use their individual name. Like, hi Stacy. And then 
instead of just diving right into your pitch about what you want them to do, add in a little bit of personal conversation. Ask how they're doing. Ask them something specific about you know, their life or their family or a project that you know that they're working on. Actually try to have a real personal conversation with them before you swoop in with a random ask out of the blue, right? That's going to make them much more likely to, one, help you out, but two, feel really respected and cared for by you. Because ultimately, your relationship with that person is more important than the $1 or the like that they're going to throw your video, right? So never forget that there's human beings on the other side of your phone. And if you care at all about that relationship with them, you want to handle messages of this nature with care. And that goes for all messages and all posts and all of that. But I really see this happen a lot with uh, these mass direct messages. And it can really cause actors a lot of trouble. And I don't want that for you. So there you have it, guys. Those are the things that I want you to be aware of and avoid at all costs on social media. I think it's really important to start with some of these things of what not to do um, so that you can know how to not waste your time, not waste your energy on social media because that is the last thing I want for you because I know that we all have a lot of things on our plates, right? So if you have any of these things that maybe as we've been talking, you realize, okay, I've been thinking about doing that or I have done that, um, take this next week uh, to clean up any of those mistakes that maybe you made. That's okay. We all make them. Um, and try to start reversing those mistakes, right? Or try to use some of the tips, uh, the alternative tips that I gave in today's episode to try to get some of those same results that you were hoping for, but in a more strategic and realistic way. Um, I promise you doing things the right way is going to be so much more worth it than trying to cut corners or take those shortcuts that um, often results in some of these actor social media traps. So that is all for today, guys. Um, Like I said at the top of the episode, we are going to be doing a series. So stay tuned because our next two episodes of the It's a Slate of Mind podcast are going to be giving you more social media tips and tricks. And I am so excited. Um, I'd love to know what you thought about today's episode. If any of these pitfalls or things that you've experienced, definitely leave me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts to let me know what you think, which tip was your favorite, or send to a friend who you know has done one of these mistakes before and needs to clean up their act. This year, we are going big or going home, right? And that means uh, not making some of these social media mistakes. That is all for me today, guys. Uh, As always, would love to connect with you over on Instagram at Allison underscore Hazelden or at Beyond Acting. Uh, I can't wait to chat with you and continue the conversation with you over there. See you on the next one. We just flew through another episode of the It's a Slate of Mind podcast. Consider that another check off your to-do list today. Want more from the podcast? Get more tips and tricks, free resources, courses, and inspiration at allisonhazelden.com. You can also get connected with the It's a Slate of Mind community on social media at It's a Slate of Mind.